let us venture into the world of advertising. <laughs> What's up, kids? So I was reading a article which was all about how Britain is about to ban all ads that objectify women or promote gender stereotypes. And it was a very interesting article. And essentially it comes from this, uh, this, this little place where in the BBC, not the BBC, the, uh, the board of uh, branding and advertising, they have decided that they were going to introduce laws which prevent advertisers from making essentially from making gender divides stronger by using stereotyped advertising. <clears throat> which is fantastic. It's a move which I have been asking for, not asking for, I mean, I've not, I've not been hunting people down and being like, you can do this, you need to do something. But I've been wanting, it's something which I've been wanting because advertising is one of the biggest things in the world which absolutely annoys me. To an extent where I, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't kind of handle uh, how bad some advertising is. Um, very loud motorcycle driving past my window right now. Either way, so yeah, they're going to introduce these rules, and the idea is that they uh, they will be restricting adverts which have depictions of harm or perceptions which could harm gender stereotypes, not harm gender stereotypes, harm genders or people, and introduce stereotypes through advertising. So it's that kind of thing where you know you have a clothing advert, and for the men, it's, uh, you know, nice button-down, straight tie, and suits, and all that kind of thing, and then the women are in lingerie. Which, yeah, that, that's, that's apparently how clothing is advertised. So, I was reading this article, um, I believe it's part of the New York Times, and I was reading it, and I was thinking, yeah, they make some very good points, but it was, it was from very, it was very strong on the the female perception of what this what this means and what this introduces and how this how this will affect women which was fine because the section was called women in the world but what annoys me about this is that this article in its itself uh doesn't exist for men doesn't really broach how this would affect men's advertising and to anyone who works in advertising men's advertising is broken completely broken, you have no way, no knowledge, and no idea on how to advertise to any more, to men anymore, because men are advertised to in the same way that women were advertised to in the 1950s, which was extremely sexist, extremely insulting, and extremely condescending for consumers. So I'd like to change that, I'd like to broach that. Now, you may be wondering what I mean, you may be thinking, but Graham, you know, it's it's only a problem from one side, because... You know, there's a huge, huge divide. And I admit there is a huge divide. And the way women are depicted in adverts is much, likely much more prevalent and much more uh, significant within these times because, you know, gender equality is moving at a more rapid pace, which is fantastic. But if you're not seeing the divide for men as well, then you're kind of blind to what's actually going on. You're really only taking it from your point of view. There's no there's no equality balance to that. So I'd like to to uh to take up a few few issues. So let, let's think of for for a second. Let's think of a men's advert. So essentially men are depicted in one of two ways in uh, advertising and that is 
One, they're extremely ripped, smart, stunning, Greek gods of some depiction. You know, there's there's been a little bit more of movement with the race, within advertising. But for the most part, they are a strong, white male who will look good in a pair of boxer shorts or taking their shirt off in a Pepsi advert. Pepsi, Coke, whatever you, you want to you drink. I prefer Pepsi overall. Yeah, just throwing that out there. But yeah, that's, 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 that's the first way the men are depicted. The next way men are depicted is his absolute morons. So essentially, you're either pretty or you're dumb, which is why I think that men are depicted in a way that women were depicted in the 1950s. In the 1950s, the the role of women in advertising was that you're either very attractive, and thus you you don't need to work because you can lounge around in your, uh, your lingerie and eat your dairy milk, or you were dumb. So you need to be, uh, you need to be in the kitchen, learning how to make your life easier to serve your man. Now men, men's nowadays, it's just, it's just an absolute mess. Essentially, if you're, if you're not attractive, you have no shot. And if you are in an advert where you're not attractive, then you're the, you know, you're the punchline. You know, you're the, uh, you're the tubby guy in the beer advert whose mates are all slightly more attractive of you and yet you're going to be the one made fun of because you're slightly off. There's very few adverts which empower men. The, um... Oh, what's the name of that advert? It's not not Wild Shit because that's... Maybe My Money Supermarket. I don't know, it's that advert with the guy with a huge butt. Like, he's wearing stilettos and then strutting it. And absolutely strewing it. And then there's the uh, the builder who is doing breakdancing. Now those 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 adverts absolutely break the norm for men's advertising. But at the same time, they come from a place which is led by that advertising. So for instance, the man who is strewing it down the street from the the torso down from torso up even he's he's just he's your he's your attractive businessman. He's well to do. He's in the business sector, and then poof, subverts it and throws it there. Whereas you know. The uh, the slightly overweight guy who is breakdancing from the first part, you think this is going to be the boat. He looks a bit looks a bit a little less than behind there, and then suddenly, bang, he's on it. That's that's great because that really twists the view you have to advertising. So these new rules, which will come in. Oh, at some point, they're basically being drawn up as uh, as guidelines at the moment. Um, whilst they will have a massive effect on on women and how women are advertised too, I mean, it, it stipulates uh, stipulates what the hell is a stipulation? No, a stipulation um, is that one of the examples is given that the, say that you've got a, a depicts family members creating a mess, whilst a woman has sole responsibility for cleaning up. I cannot get my words out today. And, yeah, that's one of the most annoying stereotypes in the world. However, the other flip side of that is when you don't see men in cleaning adverts because men are inept. Men don't know how to clean. They don't, they're always messy. They're either messy or they're in immaculate studio apartments above high skylines. You know? There's no in-between. There's no average, there's no average man who lives in a, a, a tidy house... Because, you know, 
How would men clean? That's a strange thing as well. What is that? I'm starting to scan. Is, is, is cooking. So, you know, you've got women who are advertised to with cooking are shown culinary goddesses. Can do anything. Chop, you know, cook, you know. Can use all tools in the kitchen. Can Can be, you know, lords of their own realms. Lordesses. What is the word I am? Ladies of their own realm. Men, on the other hand, best thing we can do to advertise you is uh, is some ready meals. Because you don't know how to cook. The flip side of that is that the cooking industry is heavily male-based. But if you're at home, no. You must be an idiot if you're cooking for yourself because you haven't got a woman to cook for you. Oh, we're going full circle in this advertising. Oh, my God. God. Sorry. Advertising makes me angry. In in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, th- this is another step in advertising. So it's, it's gradually becoming law by law or law written. And it's because there's been things like this before. Like, you're not meant to predict people. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Words. Um, you're not allowed to show off people who have an unrealistic or unhealthy body shape. So someone who is uh, extremely anorexic wouldn't be shown in an advert for fashion um, because it's seen as an unhealthy body type and it could be damaging to people see it. And, yeah, I think we've gotten to a point where they're, they're, they're finally broaching that mental health part of, wow, so if you go every day and see women who are sculpted and curved in advertising and you're told that that's perfect that that's the aspiration and if you're not that then you're the funny friend in the crap advert about chocolate that's yeah you know we we finally started broaching that it's been too long it's crazy that it's taken this long it's crazy that we're having to introduce laws for it because advertisers keep going you know what yeah this is a really good idea Let's all sit in a meeting room and, you know, we'll craft ways to absolutely destroy people. Essentially, we're just, we're at a little impasse. And it's nice to be at this impasse because it's throwing up all these questions. What shocks me, though, is that people don't see it or they're not fussed by it. And I, I kind of, from one side, I get it. I get that you don't think of it. You know, you don't think, oh, you know, how oh, men have been depicted wrongly in things, and women have been depicted wrongly in things, but who cares, because it's just advertising, and we all know it's advertising. It's like, yes, we all know it's advertising, because we're all over the age of 16. Up to that point, adverts have just been a way for you to learn things. As with everything, up to 16, you're, you're kind of, I mean, probably past 16 for some people, but 16 I'm going to use as the, the drop-off, because that's legal legal age of sexual activity in the UK, and that's that's always going to be like a line for us. So, you know, you, you're kind of up to that age, you're just shown everything, and you're absorbing everything, and you're crafting who you are as a person. So, to only be shown that, to, you know, pick up a teen magazine, which is just full of overly sexualized teenagers, men and women, or to pick up you know, some catalogue which shows you that, you know, you have to be a net if you're a man, which is why you need this tool to make your garden work easier, because women don't work in the garden unless it's planting flowers. Can you see? Yeah. Whereas men, men can apply Ron Seal and all ales. I feel like I'm going back and forth on the same point. 
All I'm saying is that uh, is this, this is a good move. This is a nice move for the world at hand. This is a is a is a move forward to you know really broach that subject. That one's for you, Harry. That little slurp there. You hear it? I'm going to do another one. Oh, yeah. What it does raise is questions of how this will see advertising go forward. As I say, the men's men's advertising, like women's advertising, has taken a lot of steps in the last few years to really try and find a middle ground, really try and find a balance. And the bits they're targeting are the the pieces which are in, you know, solid public view. It's American Apparel, which is, you know, tried to really blur the line between legal age for sexual activity and non-legal age sexual activity. And yet, you know, you've still got teens who are splayed across in small pants and tiny shirts, and they don't look of any legal age. It's a weird kind of mannequin vibe which american apparel always shoot for and it's it's disturbing on so many levels but you know women's advertising has taken a lot of steps from that to try and include more people and try and advertise more humanely it's it's about treating people as people rather than treating them as their gender or <clears throat> or even their age you know it's it's a huge balance, but for men's advertising, it's, it's at this huge point of contrast where there is no middle ground right now. There is no middle ground of how and why it's there. And I think some of it is reaction to the fact that women's advertising has gotten so versatile. Is the way to do that, <clears throat> in a way, a simple way for advertisers to empower women was to just make fun of men. And they found that quite effective, as damaging as that could be. So they just went down that line. And then, obviously, your your men's adverts where they are sexualized the same as women do very well because sex sells. So you, you kind of keep pushing that line. So it's created this huge void where if and when these laws come into effect, it could hugely just kind of collapse part of the advertising industry who suddenly will have no idea how to advertise to men. No idea how to actually sell a product without trying to just appeal to the idea of masculinity being something which is achieved through force and muscle and tone or trying to sell a product without insulting Somebody who just looks normal. <clears throat> it's you, you know. Let's uh, let's broach a, a huge subject. So let's say the Old Spice adverts. Now Old Spice, I enjoyed the Old Spice advert. Shockingly, I know, because it was tongue in cheek. There's a difference between a sexualized advert or a stereotyped advert where a man is playing football and having lager with his mates. Which is, you know, that's not my life. That advert's not for me, so who the hell's it for? Because I tell you what, I know a lot of men. And the people who just drink lager and play football with their mates and have a curry is, is like 1%. And they're nice people, but that's like 1%, and yet that's still how you're advertising the world? No. Anyway. So the Old Spice advert, it was tongue-in-cheek, and obviously it was heavily sexualized because it had a very sculpted, you know, man who was... 
riding horses and producing diamonds from nowhere, but would that come under fire for these these new these new laws? Because he's he's not unhealthy. He looks very healthy. I imagine he's quite healthy. You know, is it unrealistic as a body type? No, not particularly. He wasn't, you know, steroid level sculpt. Was it making fun of men in any way? No. Was it stereotyping women in any way? A little. Because it essentially offered women a selection of things which they, as stereotypes, enjoy. And they're saying that a man was not a man enough unless he had Old Spice. That's the part of the advert which annoyed me. Look at your man and look at me. Because a man's not a man unless you're him. I prefer the uh, the Terry Crews Old Spice adverts, which were just about him yelling for the most part. It's a tricky line to walk, but it's going to be really interesting to watch advertising companies struggle. And to steal a line from uh, from Bill Hicks, advertisers are the worst people in the world. Making you buy crap you don't need. I mean, they're not making you buy it, but they, they're having a heavy hand in it. But it was just a thought. It was a thought I had whilst reading this article. And I thought that it was suitable fodder for a podcast. Especially considering the uh, the following podcasts I'd like to record. So these rules are in development. And hopefully... They will come into play. And... It will have a great effect on the industry. And a great effect... Just on the future, I mean... No one's saying that it's ever going to change anything instantly, you know. It's not going to be a sudden switch of, whew, no longer stereotypes on TV. Suddenly everyone in their 20s is doing, you know, whatever they want to do and being empowered. That's never going to happen. Because that's not who you're thinking about when you introduce rules like this. What you're thinking about is the kids who turn on the TV and they see mom and dad in a household and the mom's doing all the cleaning and the dad's kind of inept and messy and then they look at their own family and they think, oh, what's wrong with my family? If the people on TV are like that, why is my family wrong? Maybe I should be like that. If I can achieve that, and only that, then I'll be doing better. Look at that that stunning woman in the hair advert who, you know, stands in the rain and washes her hair and whatever. Like, oh, wow, she looks amazing. And she washes her hair in what product? Can I buy that product? If I don't wash my hair, will people not like me? Oh, look at those guys. They're having such a fun time in that pub. They're watching football. Maybe I should watch football. Oh, look at those football players who are all incredibly sculpted. And going out and having fun. Oh, look at that guy that they're making fun of who's not drinking that beer. Who's sat having another drink. Who isn't tall and attractive who isn't this ideological view if I'm not them then what am I advertising for men is broken 
advertising for women is changing. I'd like to see them both change. I'll talk to you guys later.